just a matter of time, I suppose. Welcome to Watchmen Minute, where we're discussing the 2009 Zack Snyder film, Watchmen, one minute at a time. I'm Eric Nash, uh, of the upcoming 2000, to be released in 2019, Almost Famous Minute. And I'm Travis Bowe from the Real Comic Heroes podcast. I'm Jesse Reed, and uh, I was in Watchmen. <laughs> Hell yeah, you were. Yeah. <laughs> Young Bernie. Young Bernie, that's right. Teenager at newsstand. <laughs> if you want to get technical. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's great, great to have you back here uh, with us on Friday, Jesse. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Happy Friday. Am I right? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> TGIF, right? TGIF. Do I know the feeling? <laughs> uh, so this is uh, Minute 90 here on Friday. And it starts with Adrian detailing how he uses Alexander the Great's teachings to succeed in the modern world and ends with Adrian dismissing the businessmen he was meeting with. Hmm. I like that... Uh... We haven't really seen uh, Matthew Good's, you know, Ozymandias or Adrian for a while now. Um, we got a little brief bit of him um, when uh, he was working on the energy thing with John. And then before that, um, where was it? Oh, in the the funeral flashback. But most of that was about the comedian. Um so really the last good meaty scene we've had with him was his kind of introduction with uh, Dan in, in this same office, you know, when he's having his photo taken and being interviewed by Doug Roth. And um, so it's nice to see him just, just be able to deliver these, like he gets two monologues, which is that called a dialogue? I don't, I'm not sure. <laughs> I would call them two monologues as, <laughs> as the actor here. Yeah. Yeah. Those are two monologues. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the, the first one's nice. Cause it's, it's very like, here's my history and, and you know, how I would, how I built myself up from, from the ground up and, and you all you know, are the businessmen, drug pushers and all that. And then, you know, he gets the, the, you know, Lee says, now listen, <laughs> And then he gets to go into a second monologue that's much darker in tone. So it's yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a walk and talk minute. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of like words there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is nice. Mm. But he really is flexing, and he's also kind of like, oh. I think he's sort of gearing up. He's ready to actually start moving. Mm. on his master plan here okay so he's starting to get a little bit of hubris is that the right word sure i think he's i think he's starting to get like you know he's he's starting to become arrogant like i can crush you and mm. i'm about i'm about to but this little moment is about you knowing that i can that's a great point yeah yeah his confidence is at peak level because he yeah. knows that yeah yeah hmm um, we talked a, a little bit about, um, well, definitely the purple jacket, and now we get to see it more with the uh, the black turtleneck. And I flip back to the the book, and it's it's a spot on, you know, w costuming um, from the book. So, so that was intentional, then. Oh yeah, yeah. He's however even, they altered it or however they did it. Yeah, because he's even down to like the gold flower thing that he's got on his lapel. 
it's it's more it looks more like uh leaves here um and in the book it's more like a golden rose so that slight difference but uh, i mean it's i think it's pretty spot on and and they've been really good with the wardrobe um throughout the book especially i think with uh um Lori her outfits have have generally been you know pretty spot on i think what they had oh, yeah. had you in was very uh comic or very book accurate i feel like well that was a very uh, smooth transition but uh, yeah <laughs> it actually it was down to the like the shoes the jacket the pants were like literally photo perfect <laughs> so they spared no expense and they spared no attention to detail too yeah i remember seeing like the first couple first couple images i think that they mm -hmm. released and mm -hmm. you might have been in one of them because it was the that's... new stand with you know and, uh, and you know what and i saw it recently okay and yeah that's that is i forgot i forgot about that picture it was even hadn't even been taken yeah i feel but like the... it's the the first one i remember seeing had um definitely had the older you know bernie had the newsstand guy and it might have mm -hmm. even had hollis mason kind of walking away after he had come to to pick up a i forget i know it's in the ultimate cut like he's picking up a the times or uh, oh yeah i think i remember like i remember that, that too yeah yeah and that was like and so there's a you know still photo that was used for for you know publicity and and i feel like like you were right there in it and and it was one of those things like oh my god it's one of the first things i saw for the movie so it was like it, i remember it you know oh hitting actually, me like how amazing there was, it looked there was one yeah actually i was in one of the first pictures they released and it was in the new york times oh wow i remember <laughs> yeah wow. i remember because i was like fucking i was like <laughs> you know however old sure sure for 14 or 15 or something Oh really? And it was in, but it was yeah. It was just, but it was just like a little, one little picture. Hmm. It's actually, um, yeah. It's still. It's. I mean, it wasn't that long ago. It's still on Google. It sits out there. Yeah. But yeah. that I remember when that happened. That was kind of crazy. I'll have to share that image on the uh, our list. When he, it's the one. It's the one of him just sitting in the at the newsstand. Yeah. And it was like because Watchmen was that mo movie that they was thought was like never actually going to get made. Right. It was in like sort of production hell, but came together for for like for like what you were talking two episodes ago about like something into the the, uh, the script from two thousand and six. Oh yeah, and, and there were older ones too. Yeah, there were older ones. Yeah, and it which because it never got it, no one could ever agree on it being made. It was probably <laughs> why they changed the ending too, hmm. or how yeah. they ever floated that idea around. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that's that definitely for listeners if you haven't definitely check out that david Hayter interview because he i he and i talked a lot about the ending of the you know his ending versus the book ending and everything and it was it was great to hear his thoughts um, on that so that's i i'm gonna listen to that um right, right on when i did the um movie Zack snyder took um, me and the and then Jay Brazau, the news vendor, oh. into um, his trailer for an hour. Oh yeah, and it's, this was like before the movie had even 
like some people didn't even know it was in production. And he was he told us like everything. He showed us like all the <laughs> like a tons of photos and yeah. like he showed us like videos and stuff of stuff they'd already shot. Which even in like its raw pre production stage was like sure. exactly like it's like you're looking at the I mean seeing it now even it's kind of chilling how they have done things so exactly close certain panels I mean obviously yeah. it's not the same thing but certain panels they you know have stuck so faithfully and he sat us there and told, described the whole ending and how they were going to do it and at that point it felt like it was just a vision in his head hmm. but pers- personally Obviously, I'm biased, but I just feel like what they did is more palatable to. It's the only way they could have done it. Yeah. It's the best way they could have done it. (laughs) Yeah. It just cleans it up in a way, Mm -hmm. which is not to take away from the original. Right. And I'm sure you guys talk about it. I'm sure you guys have talked about it a lot. But I don't know. I just feel like how else could they have done that? Right. Well, if they had done what they did. Yeah. And we, we have talked about it some, and, it, and we had a guest on, I think it was Scott Corelli. Uh, and he, his point was if you, there's too much to, to try and set up in order to do the, you know, the book ending. Cause then you've got to bring in the, the artists who are missing, the scientists who are missing, the island right. that, you know, the, like all of that stuff that, even you, in three hours. Right. You just don't have time to, to establish all of that. So, um, it, yeah. It's I almost think... like the only way you could do that is with the TV series. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is like almost a perfect medium. It was almost until like right yeah. now is the best time for this to happen. Because now audiences have the attention span where I think they didn't before. Sure. To sit down for 12 hours, which is what this work deserves i mean it was originally 12 issues it should be just as many episodes or you know yeah something close to it this way maybe we'll actually get our monster (laughs) well Mm. i'm sure we could because it could be could we we handle it do you you think we're ready (laughs) psychically i don't know if if our brains can (laughs) can take it but they have announced that like the show the the hbo show is going to be set you know almost modern day because it's in in the book happened they've they've established that like the book happened in 85 and this the new show is going to take place like you know 30 years oh really yeah oh Oh, yeah yeah uh damon lindelof wrote up a a a really great uh letter kind of to the fans kind of thing and just to tell everyone oh i saw that yeah i didn't read the whole thing it's long, long. Uh, it, it is long yeah yeah but i saw, i did see that wow. yeah um and in that it kind of <laughs> it, talks it, about I, seeing how long it was i'm like okay i trust you i trust this guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah say no more please mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> sorry but you were saying um I don't know. Just that we were the term remix. Mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The one yeah. I focus on. Yeah, like, okay. yeah. Remix. It's not okay. a reboot. It's not a retelling. It's a yeah. It's a remix. I like songs that are remixed. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, sometimes Cardi B. I like it like that. <laughs> That's kind of a good, kind of a good remix. I don't know. You know what? They've got they've got um, they got a sister. I don't know what's her name. I don't know what her name is. In the new Watchmen. Oh, uh, Regina King. 
Regina King. Yeah. And so she, she's the focus. Black... She's like the lead. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. So how many black people yeah. were there in Watchmen? Like not many. Uh, let's be honest here. In the movie, the... in the movie, there was me and the um, jail warden guy who was. Yeah. We, the psychologist. We had a scene, yeah, the psychologist. We had, yeah yeah we had a scene together too. Oh yeah yeah. The movie the movie I think there were more, but I think I think in the actual co- comic itself. Oh yeah. The Watchmen universe was did not have yeah. many black people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, there was us. There was us, but yeah, right. actually, he is that guy. His name is um. I think it fuck. I think it's Jay. Um, Jay Williams. I might be wrong. Might be wrong. I forget it. I forget. I forget, I forget the psychiatrist. Name, he was actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. He's an actor. He's like a. He's like a one of the Vancouver guys. Okay. So Jay Brazo is another Vancouver guy too. Oh yeah. That has like two hundred credits. Yeah. And he's another guy. He's got like somewhere in the hundreds, I think, too, or like oh, just a lot. <laughs> William S. Taylor. William Taylor. That's his name. Yeah, William F. Taylor. Yeah. And but that's the thing you don't you don't know their names. They're character actors. Yeah. You would never you would never even know their names. You would just be like, oh, you know, that like guy. that guy or whatever. Mm-hmm. And do you see him? Do you see him there? How many credits does he have? Uh, TV, pretty good listing. How how does it say the number? Um, well, Easy, movies. Yeah. Uh, movie is twenty six. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, sixty two movies. Sixty two. So we, we're talking like eighty, ninety. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. That is a lot. Yeah. You're doing pretty good with uh, what forty four. I'm working on it. Yeah, I'm yeah. working on it. See, yeah. that's not bad. But like you know, you, you know, you get some time. Acting is a, is a long game thing. Oh you yeah. Get some yeah. time out of your belt. You well, know, and at least like you those have, guys have been at it. Yeah. You have the distinction of, you know, causing the uh, Planet of the Apes because mm. it was you that was, uh, you know, messing That's... with Bright Eyes and, and causing her to. <laughs> that to... is true. The entire series was kicked off by some asshole <laughs> eating an apple. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that uh, yeah, yeah, that was kind of cool. Yeah. I it, this is my hall of mediocre achie- <laughs> achievements oh. that actually have nothing to do with me, but are uh, but are nice. They're kind of cool, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and speaking of halls, uh, as Adrian leads these businessmen through a hallway and continues to monologue about um, calling them drug pushers and and the evils that beset man about. You know, the fossil fuels and nuclear power and all that, you know, I, it's just, uh, yeah, like I said before, it's, it's a good monologue. Yeah. He gets, he gets in there. Yeah. And I like the second one it, when he says the, no, you listen, Yeah, he starts saying stuff about the world will survive and it deserves more than you've been able to provide. And I get a real serious, uh, uh, Rachel Ghoul eco terrorist vibe from Adrian here <laughs> that I never yeah. really noticed before. That it, it really struck me that oh, is he like, he, is he trying to preserve the planet from a you know, ecosystem kind of kind of way? The way that in the comics, I know Rachel Ghoul was more concerned with bringing the world back to balance and less Liam Neesony and. But it's quite a it's quite a parallel though. Yeah, yeah. You know, like uh, uh, his, him saying that his 
like what he's fighting is not man itself, but the evils yeah. of man mm-hmm. is very much about, similar to, like you said, Rajal Ghul with the with the bring balance back into the thing. It's like he's not trying to fight the man; he's trying to fight the evils. Yeah. But so you you get again, like I mentioned before, you're getting a glimpse of his master plan that he's about to enact, and he's just sort of hiding with it in plain sight he's 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 giving the whole thing away he's hinting it out (laughs) yeah you know he's saying the the world will the world will survive (laughs) after i kill 100 million people (laughs) but he just left out the last part yeah yeah (laughs) and it's also great that he starts talking about uh like his worth you know just throwing that stuff around and and how he can you can buy and sell, you know, you and and your companies, you know, I forget how many how many times. Yeah, three over. three three times over. Yeah. Yeah. So It's just a good uh um Adrian minute that we haven't really had and I mean it, like I talked about earlier, the the scene with him and Dan kind of post uh interview photo shoot scene is is really good when it's it's them and the rain coming down the windows, and it's very. Mm. I think that's what leads us, not directly into the funeral, but it's pretty, pretty close to that. But um, yeah, so it's it for for one of the characters who is probably my least favorite. It's a really good minute with with Adrian and yeah. You would say he's one of he's one of your least favorite characters. Yeah, I think Ozymandias in the book and here in the movie is just just one of the characters that I don't. I think you don't relate to him as much. You know, he's not. You know. Yeah, you're not meant to really. Yeah. If yeah. you do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then you're him. <laughs> <laughs> right. If you if you do, then it's too late. Yeah. You don't you don't want to yeah. really get it. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much all of my notes as far as what's going on in the minute. So if you guys got anything else. Oh, um, shit. <laughs> it was from the minute before, but there was oh, an observation okay. I forgot to. But um, did you notice that uh, um, everybody wants to rule the world is playing in the background? <laughs> yeah, it was oh, yeah. It's part of our notes for, for last episode. Yeah. It's such oh, really? a nice, subtle touch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was oh, so... it's a Muzak version too. Yeah. It's the Muzak version, yeah. and it's like so quiet. Like I watched yeah. that minute like five times before. I'm like, wait a second, wait a second. <laughs> is that? Oh my god! It's because so it's appropriate. Just, you don't even play. You don't hear the lyrics. You just hear the. <laughs> you just hear the like the little twang of it. Yeah. That's so. That's so Watchmen movie. Just, yeah. <laughs> just little like details like that, just right in front of you. Yeah. Um, the the only thing I the biggest thing I really wanted to get out there was the idea that um, he doesn't want this disagreement public. Sure. And my question then kind of is is and it's not that you have to truly have a really wonderful answer or anything, but either of you, but um, but just just what's in my mind is does that make sense from their point of view? Hmm. You know that that they also should agree with his. <laughs> He just spent a yeah. minute intimidating yeah. them, though. So I right, think, it, yeah. you know, like it, the that's actually the tell. Mm. Him not wanting it to be, re, you know, released to the public. Yeah. 
is like he doesn't want that to happen, obviously, because it exposes a vulnerability that people are going to start asking questions. So he scares them. Mm. I could buy and sell you three times over. Yo, you guys are just a bunch of pushers. He's even throwing, you know, he's throwing out these sort of idle veiled threats and outright threats, too. Yeah. Now, if you tell anyone. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's something I never really considered was the. Huh. Well, I think it all plays into, I think what I've always considered kind of for that does happen for both this and the comic um, is, is the real final, final ending. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And, and the telling of the story. Oh, sure. And then I don't know if you're, if you're aware of this, Jesse, I mean, we certainly Travis and I and other guests have talked about it plenty, but um, there is a new comic book. Coming out uh, at this time, and and to, and will continue to be for another year, probably <laughs> yeah. or so from now. Um, it, it, it's a twelve issue, just like Watchmen was, mm-hmm. and it's called Doomsday Clock. Have you heard of that? Oh yeah, I've, I've yeah. heard of it. Yeah, I've okay. heard of it. Yeah. So, and 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 it's is just it, uh, you, is it good? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I think we both are pretty on the Travis and I are on the enjoying it side yeah um i mean it's, it's really gonna be something to you know look back after it's all yeah I, <laughs> out at this point i it's almost like just want to wait till it's all out just like i did with watchmen you know read it yeah. as one 12 issue collected thing and just you know that's actually that's yeah that's a good i mean that doesn't sound it's kind of weird because isn't our doomsday clock closer to watchmen than it ever was i mean oh, yes. we're living in the watchmen <laughs> yes. universe right now look at <laughs> You know, yeah. our president in got, more ways you know, than that. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know, he looks like he's wearing facial prosthetics. <laughs> looks like Nixon, too. Oh, my God. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you man. know, and but it's but it's also it's not just that. It's like, I don't know if you're following the rap beefs that are happening right now, but there's at least four of them. OK, oh, there's okay. a lot of weird <laughs> things happening huh. in the world right now. It's, yeah. It, things are escalating. To a point, 2018 is really ramped up to a, a height, a height, and yeah. just like maybe it's good that. Sorry, Alan Moore, but like maybe it's not time for for the for Watchmen to die and be over, and maybe mm. there's at least, like I said, you created an entire universe here. Yeah. Let's just why, we might as well just play around with it. <laughs> uh, it's 11:59 for Christ's sakes. <laughs> Yeah, that's a great, <laughs> great, you know, sentiment, especially, um, yeah, maybe this is kind of the stories that we need to be reading and need to be, you know, having our lives and the, the, the conversations to be having. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Hmm. Scary stuff. Scary, but I mean, what a time to be alive. If it's actually that's like this, this is like the 70s and shit like now is literally like you know how i mean i don't know how old you guys are but like if i look back at like the civil rights movement and or like the vietnam war and like a lot of stuff this universe was sort of centered around i'm like that was history to me but right Mm. now the history is being created in a sense that people are going to be looking back on us going how was shit even like that yeah You know, shit is going to happen so that stuff is never going to be this way again. And maybe that's just how the world works. <laughs> yeah. But, 
It's crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't have a segue, so I'll just <laughs> cut right to it. Um, can you talk about your first time reading Watchmen? Yeah, I can, actually. Um, so I was in my acting class and I had, in Winnipeg, Manitoba, and I had a, an audition for a movie called Watchmen. And I told my acting class, and this guy with glasses was like, what, Watchmen? Watchmen, like Watchmen? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And <laughs> you've heard of it? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, you've heard of it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Because I had no idea, you know, obviously I had no idea what it was. Sure. I was like 13 or 14 years old. I wasn't really big into into comics. I read that one obviously many times over at this point now. But, um, you know, I auditioned for it. I had dreadlocks. I wasn't wearing glasses. <laughs> I didn't really look anything like the kid. Yeah. The lady, Michelle Allen, who cast me, just really did. I shot the audition tape on my deck, <laughs> on a back deck, like it was outside. And like you know, she saw something in me. So they cut my hair off, and they did this. But I, I read the, I read the, um, the book. And actually, this is a good, best final opportunity to tell you this story that I just remembered. Um, but uh, so I read the novel, and it blew my mind. It actually like rocked my head out in a really weird and awesome way. And um, you know, all these characters. And the, the images and just like stirring around me, I can still feel it and see it to the point where when I look at the images in the movie too, I can, you know, it's, it's Sears inside you, your, your memory just, you know, and I think this is the same with, with all graphic novels, but with this one, it just, you know, because it's gruesome and it's, you know, it's, it's kind of not, it's not only violent, but it's just like kind of vivid and really, you know, and not only to mention the themes that are you being juggled with, it's like it's almost as if my head wasn't ready to take on that, you know. Just love degree of like mind fuckery. <laughs> yeah. And the monster really disturbed me. And the images that accompanied the apocalypse, like I said, have stayed with me. Some of those panels. Mm-hmm. And yeah. even I mean, and imagine reading the pan I mean the panels that I was in because yeah. I knew as I was reading it <laughs> there's the one where they hug each other which actually was in the movie too oh, yeah. where the Bernies hug each other and they explode and it's that one sort of like you know one of those extra large panels where they just show the guts and the skeletons Yeah. and I remember one day I was reading myself to sleep and I was reading this um Part, you know, the part where Dr. Manhattan leaves. Yeah. And there's all these panels where he's in, you know, in space, he's on Mars, and he's sitting, you know, he's just like sitting. It's just blackness. And um, I fell asleep, and I put, the, I put the book away, and I, like, went to bed. And I fell asleep, and I had a dream of um, that I was Dr. Manhattan and oh. that I was in space. Yeah. Yeah, and I was in space, and that, um, like, it's hard to, it's hard to, like, I had a memory, I have a vivid memory of, like, the dream, it was blackness, being in space, being a little tiny, little speck, and I woke up from the dream, and I opened my eyes, 
and I was facing the opposite side of my bed. My head was where my feet should be, and my feet were where my head were. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, and this was like a few days before I was supposed to leave to Vancouver. Oh, wow. And th- I don't know how that happened to this day. I don't know how that happened. But, yeah. Hmm. Uh, oh, that... I, I, you have no idea how big the smile is on my face right now. Just that was, <laughs> thank you for, for sharing that. And yeah, um, absolutely. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. <laughs> um, what, what, do you remember seeing the movie for the first time? Uh, yeah, I did. I, I went with my parents and uh, some friends. So, so-called friends. <laughs> no, I went, I went with some parents and some friends and, um, there was a there was like a lineup, you know, in even in Winnipeg. It wasn't a very long lineup, but there were people. <laughs> we, you know, we, I think it, I don't know if it was a midnight release or whatever. I don't remember. But um, yeah, I was distracted. I I enjoyed the movie. I was obviously a little distracted because I was waiting sure. for my part. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was you know, I've actually in seeing clips in the future, and I think I have seen sort of the ultimate cut or something like this. It's better to see it on your couch. Oh uh, yeah. It's better to have times we can actually digest it. And, and like, you know, because it really, whatever you, your opinion is of it, the Watchmen movie is a really great work of art. And I feel like it's just deserves to be talked about minute by minute <laughs> for sure. Well, thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I wish I had something to follow that up with that, you know, but that was, that was incredible. So, um, I will jump into our, our, I think it'll be brief this, this week, the, uh, script to screen differences. Um, we started this week. Um, let's see, basically all of the, uh, Nixon in the war room stuff doesn't exist in this in this script, um, so it would have gone straight from um, Doctor Manhattan on Mars, the Glass Palace is rising, and then it goes to Agent Forbes and Laurie. They're in a room trying to figure out where Manhattan was, and then obviously they come in and tell him Mars. Um, so then there's the stuff about. Um, Lori needing to go to the bathroom. That stuff is still there. And it's a, it's a different secret service agent that, that escorts her to the bathroom. Um, she still does the, the spin and hits him in the groin instead. And then, mm-hmm. uh, throws him into the bathroom and slams the door on his head instead of like <laughs> the head going into the sink. So kind of wish that would have been the case, but maybe that would have, uh, caused too much of a ruckus to, to, well, it's pretty good too. Yeah, yeah. Um, she says you're getting me out of here, and the Secret Service agent says we're only detaining you for national security purposes. Don't you understand? And she says, don't you understand that the that sitting there with a bunch of high tech radios and monitors isn't going to bring him back? Um, to which we get kind of the same thing she says here in the movie, where she says the only the thing he'll bring back John is John. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she follows that up with the "I've been a prisoner in my uh, in my live 
life long enough, yeah, uh, says, you are taking me out of here because if you don't and John does come back, I'm going to let him know who was naughty and who was nice, and he won't give you a lump of coal. <laughs> He'll turn you into one, understand? So... You know, yeah. I think it was better <laughs> what they went with. Yeah, yeah. And then it cuts to a completely different scene. It doesn't seem like there's the uh, uh, Adrian with businessmen section at this point. So that is where I'll end that little bit. Uh, remind people where they can find uh, Jesse. Oh, um Jesse Reed nine nine. That's on uh, and Twitter that's and Instagram. Instagram and yeah, Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, right on. Thanks again for uh, joining us these uh, couple days here. Thanks so much for having me, guys. I really oh. appreciate you reaching out and like uh, you know, it's fun to think about, it's fun to talk about, and I hope that um, I hope you guys got some something from it. Oh yeah, I don't Thank think you, you could have gotten more oh. than I did. <laughs> so. Uh, this was an absolute treat. Um, I'm so glad that this that we were finally able to put this together. I know we've been talking, uh, you know, via email for a couple months yeah, now. It a seems few like, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no doubt. I'm glad it came together when it did. So this this worked out yeah. perfectly. I think so. Perfect timing. Yeah, yeah. And if you ever want to come back, I think we can uh, certainly. Uh, find a place to, to have you on to. again. So. You know where to find me. Yes, I do. <laughs> All right. Um, so we will uh, be back next week for minutes uh, 91 through 95. Um, we'd like to thank Pete and Alex over at Star Wars Minute for starting this whole genre of the movies by minutes. Uh, just remind people real quick, I won't do the... Don't worry about the page, but the the group, the Crimebusters Listener Society. Yeah. Join us there. We have some great discussions. The best discussions. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And thanks so much again, Jesse. I really loved it. Um, awesome. Great to hear your, some of your stories. Look forward to hopefully some more. Thanks so much, guys. Yeah. And, um, keep up the great work. Yeah. Okay. So we'll be back uh, next week. And until then. Who watches The Watchmen? We do. We do. One minute at a time. <laughs> Watchmen are over. Uh...